Welcome to I'm Telling, where we have real stories from real students. Our podcast features students from South Mountain Community College Storytelling Institute, located in Phoenix, Arizona. These stories are recorded live in a classroom setting with just one take. So, what do you do when your home in San Diego burns down? You move to Yuma, Arizona, of course. You've all been to Yuma. It's where we stop for gas on our way to San Diego. We don't stay for five years unless we're crazy. And my husband thought I was. For the purposes of this story, we'll call him Mr. A. Now I know what you're thinking. It stands for atheist. Now before the fire, we were Mr. and Mrs. A. But after the fire, I started to believe in, well, everything. So I had a raging case of PTSD. We decided to buy a home in the Yuma foothills, which is actually 15 miles east of the town. And I fell in love with the desert, the sunrises and the sunsets, the stars. But most of all, it was quiet. And I really needed it to be quiet. And I decided to take up yoga as a way of helping me to heal. And there was only one yoga studio, and it was in town. And so I would drive back and forth almost every day. And the owner of the yoga studio ended up becoming one of my best friends. Her name was Stephanie. And Stephanie knew I'd been struggling with insomnia and panic attacks and all kinds of problems. So she suggested I go see Autumn. Autumn was a Buddhist meditation teacher. And she lived in the heart of Yuma in this really old adobe home. Now, I loved going to Autumn's house for meditation classes. One of the reasons was because everything I had, including my home in the foothills, was brand new. And in Autumn's home, she had worn Indian rugs and these old pillows. And after meditation, she would make me tea in this mismatched china, chipped cups, and we would sit and talk. And so she and I became friends, too. Now, when Autumn wasn't being a Buddhist, she loved watching movies. That was her pastime or her hobby. And I just had watched this movie. You guys, some of you may have seen it. This was back, I think, 2005, something like that. It was called The Secret. Now, The Secret is all about the law of attraction and how our thoughts create our reality. Thoughts become things, what we think about, we bring about, that type of thing. Now, Autumn wasn't even though she was a meditation teacher, she wasn't always the most positive thinker. And I thought that she might benefit from watching this movie, too. So I brought it over, and after meditation class one evening, I stayed, and we decided to pop it in her DVD player in the living room. But it wouldn't play. And she said, well, that's weird. I just watched a movie this afternoon. She said, don't worry about it. We'll just go in the dining room, and we'll play it on my computer. I said, okay. So we'll go in the dining room, and she pops it in, still not playing. Hmm. Interesting. In the meantime, the lights start flickering on and off, the chandelier. And, you know, it's an old house, but I'm dancing around going, I've got a secret and you don't know it. And finally we give up and I said, you know what, just keep it till next week. And we went outside and we stood under the stars and it was a full moon and we probably smoked a medicinal joint. Although, they didn't have medicinal marijuana back then, so anyway, we were standing outside talking. <laughs> and all of a sudden, 
Autumn says, you're going to buy my house. I had just bought a house. I wasn't looking to buy it. This was really, and I was like, hmm. But you know, when someone plants a thought in your mind, especially a stoned mind, you can't unthink it. So I went home, and the next morning I go to yoga, and I start talking to Stephanie, and I said, you know, Autumn wants to move to Tucson. What do you think if you and I bought her home and turned it into a healing center? So we could teach meditation classes. It's on almost an acre of usable land. We could put in a labyrinth and a meditation garden with a pond, and there could be a sweat lodge out back, and it'd be really cool, and we could sell spiritual books and crystals and movies like The Secret. And Stephanie got all excited because she's lived in Yuma her whole life, and it's her passion to bring this kind of stuff to the community. So next thing we had to do was convince our husbands, which actually wasn't too difficult because, you see, Mr. A had been an appraiser for 25 years, and Yuma was booming. Two blocks from Autumn's home, they were putting in a brand-new Hilton Hotel right down First Avenue on the river. The mall had just gotten finished, and we even had, wait for it, a Starbucks. <laughs> okay, so Mr. A said, well, I don't think you're going to make any money teaching people how to breathe and selling pretty little rocks, but it's a good investment. If you want to do it, go ahead. Now, Steph's husband, Ron, he's a contractor. He has a whole crew. The place needed a lot of work, but he agreed. It's a good investment. If it'll keep you girls busy, go ahead. So we get to busy, and we go over there, and we start cleaning things up and, you know, getting things ready. And Ron has his crew come, but he tells them, you know, we, have, we already have jobs, so this is a side thing, so I want you guys to come and work on it at night. Well, after about a week, this crew of about five construction workers come and tell Ron, they won't go in that house at night. They will not be working there at night. Hmm. Well, we'd already had a little bit of a feeling from, you know, the previous experience with the electrical stuff. So we called one of our friends who's a psychic and a Reiki master. She came over, and she went through and started, you know, burning sage and placing crystals in strategic places and lighting a white candle in each room and saying prayers and asking for the space to be beautiful filled with God's love and light and clear of anything that might not be positive. And when she, after a couple hours, she said, well, I think maybe you should see this guy in Yuma. <laughs> this old guy, he, he lives, well, I'll give you his address. He doesn't have a phone. You can't call him. And there's no website or anything, but you just show up. And I think maybe you should see if he can help you. Okay. So we drive over there. They're lined up around the block to see this guy. So we get in line, and we're waiting. It took us about an hour to finally get before the dude. And we sit down. Both of us go up together. And I don't know what he, I can't remember what he said to Stephanie, but he tells her something. And then he looks at me, and he says, I didn't speak much English. You, okay. Choo-choo, choo-choo, choo-choo. No legs. You. Chair. Wheels. Oh, okay. No, no, 
no worry, no worry. You must make sacrifice. You take a stake and seven pennies, and you put it on the choo-choo-choo tracks. And you say a prayer, and you ask, keep legs, and it's all okay. And I'm like, a stake? Like, like, no, no, steak, like, I go like meat? Yes, like I go to fries and I buy a piece of meat? Yes, yes, and put it on the track. And seven pennies, and say prayer, and ask, keep legs. (sighs) Okay, but the reason we're here is we bought this home in Yuma, in old Yuma, and we think it's haunted with ghosts. Can you help us to get the ghost out? No, no can help you. $20, please. Now, just as a little aside, I had to drive across railroad tracks every day to get to that yoga studio. (laughs) And no, I did not do what he said. But I did slow my Prius way down, look both ways twice, and I'm not one of these, but I did this, and I would gun it across those railroad tracks every day. I'm still here. But, so anyways... I was in Yuma, I'd been noticing this van, and it, on, it's a black van with big white letters, and it says Yuma Spirit Hunters, ghost tours, $10, and a phone number. And it's a Friday, and I know what Mr. A's gonna be home doing, you know, working his thumb. I'm like, well, 10 bucks, might be interesting, I'm gonna go on this ghost tour. So I show up, and there's about 15 uh, tourists, mostly snowbirds, and this guy comes, and he's like a full-on Ghostbuster. He has got all the gadgets and the gadgets. He's got like a toolbox but it's, or a tool belt, but it's got all these electrical-like recorders, and he's got his laptop, and he's all wired up and ready to go. And he's taking us around old Yuma, and he's talking about the hanging tree that's in the middle of Main Street. And then, oh, and how, I can't remember what year it was, in the 30s or 40s, how the Colorado River had flooded and flooded the cemetery, and how there were coffins. He has photos of coffins floating down Main Street. Very interesting, yes? But basically, he's really skeptical. And he said he spends most of his time debunking these things. Usually when he gets a call, it's for, you know, telephone lines or, you know, the electrical shorts, things like that. And he shows us a few pictures of ghosts, which look just like little wisps of cloud or something on the screen, and then there's some orbs, which he explains usually that's just dust on a lens, and anyway, it's kind of uneventful, and it's getting ready to winding down, and I say, well, you know, I just bought this old adobe house a couple blocks away. I think it's haunted if you guys want to go over there, and everybody's like, yeah, they get all excited, so we parade on over there, and we go in, and people are saying, ooh, I'm getting chills, and I get prickles, and ooh, and on. I don't feel anything. And so I asked the spirit hunter, I go, so what do you think? He's like, way too much noise in here. He says, I can't pick up anything with my equipment with this many people in here and talking. He said, but if you'd like, I can do a thorough evaluation and I can come and spend the night and get my team over. And we'll stay the night. He goes, and there's no charge to you. He said, it's a hobby. I'd be glad to do it. And I said, well, knock yourself out. So he did. And the next morning I get a call. And he says, D, I just want you to know, first thing is, you're not crazy. I didn't think I was, but thank you very much. And he said, and, you know, we had the usual poltergeist-type activity. The doors not, the handles were turning, and the cupboards were slamming, and the lights were flashing off and on, usual stuff. He says, but I have a serious EVP, and I need to meet with you and Stephanie. 
EVP, electronic voice phenomenon. Oh, okay. So he says, I can meet you later this afternoon, uh, but, you know, right around sunset time. I'm going to be in the lobby of this one hotel. You guys meet me there. I said, okay. So we get there, and he's sitting at this place. He's got all his laptop and all his gadgets set up, and he's ready to go. And we sit down, and he says, now, girls, what I want you to understand is when I play this for you, know that they get very upset when I come in and I set up my equipment. He said, so what it says is not necessarily directed at you. More than likely, it's talking to me. Okay. So he hits the play button, and it says, get out! And he said, girls, girls, remember, it's, it's, they're, it's talking to me. And, and I said, well, it doesn't really sound like, welcome, little fairy angel girls. Let's open a healing center now, does it? He said, no, it does not. And by now it's dark. And I look at Stephanie and me being the fact that I've survived a fire, a little bit stronger of the two of us. And I said, this is BS. I said, we're the light. The light always outshines the dark. I said, we are there. This cannot take it over. We're going over there and we are going to tell it to leave because we're here to do God's work. We're here to bring peace and love and light to the planet, and this cannot happen. She says, okay, yeah, you're, you're right. You're right. Okay. So we both, we were separate cars. We drive over to the property. We get out. We go in, and we're going through, and we're asking the big guns, like, come on, Archangel Michael, and Jesus, and Mother Mary, and Buddha, and Allah, I don't care, whoever you are, come and help us, help us, and clear this out, because we're here to help, and we're doing our thing, and then we start chanting in Sanskrit, because, you know, we're, Om Navar Shivaya, Gurave, but beautiful sounds coming out of our mouth, right, and we're chanting away, and all of a sudden, Stephanie goes, ow, ow, what's on me, something, something stung me, and I look, and there's a welt, but there's no insect to be seen. And Stephanie says, that's it. I'm out of here. And I said, wait for me. And we leave. Now, Steph lives in town. So she's about five minutes away. I have a 23-minute drive to get to my home out in the foothills. And I am praying like I've never prayed before. And I'm saying, God, please give us a sign. Give me a sign. I need to know what to do is going to cost a lot of money. We just want to be helpful. We just want to do your work. So please, I need a sign. I need a sign now. I don't know what to do. Blah, 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 blah. My cell phone rings, and I look, and it's Steph. Yeah. She goes, Dee, I just got home, and Ron was at the house working today, and he said that the mayor of Yuma stopped by, and he was wondering if we'd be willing that the house we bought is one of the last historic adobes in Yuma, and he was wondering if we'd be willing to sell it back to the city of Yuma for $20,000 more than we paid for it a month ago. <laughs> Sold to the city of Yuma. It's like, I pull in my driveway, and I'm just like, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I go in the house, and there he is. And I swear on a stack of Bibles or whatever you believe in, I walk up, he hasn't looked at me, I come up behind him, he flips the channel, and I hear something strange in the neighborhood. <laughs> Who are you gonna call? Ghostbusters! 
And I'm like, yes, I know you have a sense of humor. And he flips the channel and he says, so how was your day? And I say, you wouldn't believe it. So Steph and I took a nice trip to Hawaii to celebrate the sale of the Healing Center and my divorce, and I moved to Phoenix. If you are interested in learning how to become a storyteller, please visit our website at southmountaincc.edu forward slash storytelling.